Previously on the Dice Girls. A doorway opens <gasps> up in the trunk of this tree. It looks like it would lead down a tunnel. <gasps> Secret tunnel? <laughs> but you're not positive because you're having trouble seeing past the large orc man <gasps> aiming his crossbow. <laughs> Give me one good reason I shouldn't shoot you right where you stand. Because she's your daughter? (laughs) With sugar and spice and a roll of the dice, you're listening to The Dice Girls. Man's crossbow clatters to the ground as he drops it and rushes forward to embrace you in a big hug. And he's crying openly. He's apologizing and just keeps saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I can't believe it's you. I can't believe you're here. And he's just hugging you so tight. Rachna doesn't really move at first. She's just completely in shock. She She's being hugged. Um, she just doesn't return it right away. She she does eventually. She, she lifts her arms up and she holds him too. But she doesn't say anything. She's just in complete disbelief. She's crying. She's not sobbing. She's just got like a couple of tears going down her face. He hugs you for a moment longer and then he kind of like holds you out at shoulder length and like he just looks at you and so many emotions are playing across his face. He's excited and he's scared and he's in disbelief and he's overwhelmed and he says, I never thought I'd see you again. I thought you were dead. I know. I'm so sorry. I had no choice. This is where you've been? This whole time? This is where you've been? I'm so sorry. Yes, I, like I said, I wasn't, I wasn't given much of a choice. I was chosen to do the job that I'm doing, and your mother was gone, and I couldn't raise you hidden away from the world. But you're supposed to be my dad. I'm so sorry. Why did you go? I had to. They didn't give me a choice. I didn't want to. The hardest thing I've ever had to do. I lost your mother and you. Don't talk about how hard this is for you. Don't tell me that's hard for you. 
You chose to leave me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You left me behind. All I ever wanted was to see you again. All I ever wanted was my dad. He looks at the ground and takes a step backwards. I'm so sorry. It's been, it's been almost 20 years that you've been gone, and all I want, all I want is to be angry at you. All I want is to yell at you and scream and and demand the answers that I could never have. But, but this isn't the time for that. We didn't come all this way for you. We didn't come all this way for me. We know you're here with Wolfric. His eyes Widen? How? I mean, it's kind of a long story. (laughs) You have every right to be angry at me. I'm angry at me. I would give anything take back the way that things happen to fix it to be able to be there for you your dad I don't deserve your forgiveness so I'm not even going to ask but I do hope that we at least get to spend a little time together. I don't know. No. We're not here to hurt Wolfric. If anything, we're just trying to figure out what's going on. I believe you. We don't... We don't know much of anything. Some people think that... Wolfric is a bad person. And we've met others who don't. We have killed people who we thought were hurting others. We thought hundreds of gnomes were dead but not a single one was harmed kidnapped held against their will yes but not dead not maimed not tortured nothing 
I just need to know what's going on. I need to know if I'm on the right side. Girl looks perplexed as you tell of the gnomes. He kind of looks at you questioningly and he says I don't know what gnomes have to do with Wolfric other than he is one but I can tell you that he's a good man who would never harm anybody and to me that is the right side to be on Well, I hope you're right. If you've... If you've just been here the whole time, if you don't know what's going on, then maybe you weren't the person that we needed to find. His eyes get really big. And... He says... I honestly don't know what's been going on. We have been here for so many years. Just hiding. I don't... I don't know if if Wolfric is who you're looking for. I don't know if he's connected to what's been going on. Or how? Can we talk to him? He nods. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, he's this way. And he picks up his crossbow and turns around and walks into the opening in the tree trunk. I'm gonna turn and look at <laughs> Trigus and Kai. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay, Rocky? <laughs> Rockna looks like she wants to be mad, but she isn't. <laughs> Is it okay if I hug you right now? Do you want to hold Min Min? <laughs> Min Min's really good at hugs. I didn't think this was going to happen yet. I wasn't. I wasn't ready. I. I don't know if we have time for me to worry about this, though. I mean, he said he was hiding. What was he hiding from? Sadie, maybe? How are they supposed to know when it's safe to come out if they're hiding from something? I don't know. Maybe that's what we're here to tell him about. That we 
killed Sadie, but also kind of didn't kill Sadie. <laughs> what, whatever it is, we should go inside and... I mean, we should lock this place up, right? I don't want anyone to, to follow us here or anything. Yeah. Well, we also have the jar of stuff, so we should be safe. Like, nobody else has it, I don't think. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> will they see us standing here, and then we'll just kind of vanish? <laughs> <laughs> I, sorry, I, I just don't know how to take all this in. Understandable. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do the thing. <laughs> You you walk into the opening of this tree, and um, what order do you go in? Rafna goes first. I probably go last. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kai, after you um, cross the threshold into this giant tree, mm-hmm. the door kind of automatically slides shut behind you. Um, and then after it shuts, you hear, like, a very soft noise, and you notice... Five ribbons, kind of like on the ground inside the doorway where it's our. So the ribbons are shut inside the tree now with you. Is there any light? There is some light coming from okay. the end of a hallway. So I'm so not kind of stumbling see. over myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can see. There's there's some light. It is like a, a tunnel. Um, <laughs> a secret tunnel. Oh one goodness. might say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> you follow Grohl down this tunnel. You can kind of hear him like muttering a little bit to himself. And then as he reaches where the light starts to get brighter, he stops and he turns. And he says, I don't know how much you know about Wolfric's current state. A little. Um, we, we met the elders of Asylum, and one of them was Crimson who said that he isn't of right mind most of the time. Um, she gave me this, and I pull out the bonbon of clarity. <laughs> <laughs> she gave me this and said that it would give us enough time to ask him one question. Girl looks... Impressed when you pull out a bonbon, he kind of like raises his eyebrows. Crimson must really think you have a great reason to speak to Wolfric. There's not many of those particular bonbons left. And ironically, the only person who knows how to make them doesn't really have his full faculties any longer. Wolfric made this? He did. Is it still good? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I didn't see an expiration date. <laughs> or a best if used by. <laughs> he chuckles. <laughs> yes, yes, they, they never go bad. That explains why it's his favorite flavor. Strawberry. Rockness smiles a little when he says strawberry, even though the other two are chuckling. <laughs> and they have a moment <laughs> while the other two Welcome to the Roaring Trainers, a 5th edition actual play podcast set in the Pokemon world. Kanto in the Jazz Age. Follow along with our heroes as they embark. Wait a minute. This isn't a bar. I told you we didn't know where we were going. Wait, what are you guys doing here? You're you're not supposed to be here. I'm so sorry, sir. My friends and I thought that this was a bar. Okay, well, it's not, so you need to get the help. Wait, why is that Abra out of its Pokeball? Oh, dang. Abby, get back here. Wesley, uh, what what do I do? Stop her, Atticus. Don't worry, I've got this. Go Magikarp! Cinder, uh, no. No, don't do that. Ah, oh, great. You fried my board, and now I can't even finish this ad. Oh, I'm uh, so, so sorry about that. Okay, sorry. Didn't mean to. Okay, that's enough. Get out of here. You're all, uh, banned. Joke's on you. You don't know who we are. Oh, well, we're the Roaring Trainers. Well, uh, you don't know where to find us, at least. Oh, you can find us wherever you get your podcast. Guys! You fellas aren't very good at this, are you? No. No, really, no. Well, let me show you how it's done. Follow Wesley, Sandoran, Atticus, and Little Abby as they meet new friends, discover new Pokemon, and explore the landscape of Kanto in the Jazz Age on their Pokemon journey. Hey Dicelings, it's Becca here with your announcements. Thank you so much for listening to episode 37. I want to again apologize this week about the couple of audio issues that we had with this episode. I don't know if there was some interference, someone had a cell phone on the table, or if there was some sort of background noise that I had a little trouble filtering out. Hopefully uh, y'all are still enjoying this episode. It was a lot of fun to record. Thanks again for listening. Um, I wanted to real quick remind y'all that we do have tank tops available now in our merch store, which we're super excited about. We're going to have some more designs coming up pretty quickly, so keep an eye out for that. We'll definitely make an announcement when they are available. You can get there by going to thedicegirlspodcast.com, and then there's a link to our merch store right on that front page there. The big thing I want to talk about during these announcements is Drawlicon, which is now sadly over, but was probably one of the most fun weekends I've had in my whole life. And I'm here with Kevin from the Dungeon Dumplings. Hello! How's it going? Pretty good. Um, yeah, it was a fun weekend. It was a lot more casual than yeah. I, I mean anything. It wasn't so much what I normally think of as a convention. It was more of like a marketplace of people just like, ah, my friend, can I get you game? Yes. yes. <laughs> Hello. Yes. So yeah, it was great. I'm excited because it seems like they are going to do their darndest yes. to have another, uh, another uh, convention next year. Right. My hope is that this next year, we can get even more people to show up. Yeah. Because um, we had a good turnout, but my hope it is we can great. get 
If we can get more people out there, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And I think after everyone hears how awesome it was. Oh, yeah. That, like, I, honestly, we met so many cool people this weekend. Oh, it, every single person who came out convention-wise, like whether they were there for the day mm-hmm. or they were selling anything mm-hmm. or they were like even the staff, even anyone that was doing a live show, yeah. us included, yes. were like super positive. Everyone yeah. came there not thinking, ah, wringing their hands and mustache no. thinking ah quick dollar <laughs> no nobody was like that at all but for the price of oil <laughs> no it, we all everyone went for the sake of having fun and yeah. that is the goal yeah so, it yeah. was a it was a great time i want to say thank you for having me on your live show with dungeon dumpling that was fun me and Vinny from D grandma yeah that was such a blast there were so many great live shows there there were so many great oh, yeah. panels It was honestly just such a wonderful time. Yeah. And so if you're listening to this, start saving now because if they do Drawlicon next year, you are definitely not going to want to miss it. Yeah. Um, there, we also want to give like a real quick shout out to the Hoppy Gnome. Yeah. Which we all went to on the last day after it was all over. We went and just tacoed out. It was great. It was great. Perfect. Holy bananas. Yeah. Well, in any case, thank you all so much again. Thank you for um, tweeting about the show. Everyone who does that, if you use that hashtag, hashtag the Dice Girls, you have a chance to be named after an NPC in our show, um, which we should be running into more NPCs pretty quickly here uh, after the next couple of episodes. So thank you all for doing that. And thanks again for listening. We're going to get back to the show and I'll talk to you all next week. Mr. Granola? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) Smile. Girl grins at you. (laughs) Yes? We have not been introduced. Oh god. (laughs) My name is Trigus Garganath, son of the sea. These two are my family, (laughs) and I feel it is only fair to warn you that if you make Rachna cry again, I will have to harm you. (laughs) no! (laughs) So I haven't, like, painted you a picture of Garol yet. (laughs) He's an orc. (laughs) Like, not a half-orc like Rachna, like... Four. Oh. <laughs> um, he's got like dark hair that's short and shaved on the side, kind of like a military haircut. He has like dark eyes, dark green skin. He's a very meaty, muscly guy. Is he taller than me? He is taller than you. He's probably like six five. Wow. Yeah. He's <laughs> a big guy. Um, so I just wanted to paint yes, that. Yes, thank picture. you. I love it. That makes it even better. <laughs> I know, because like Trigus. Five Trigus. Oh my gosh. Trigus, no, it, it's, it's really okay. It's, it's complicated. <laughs> I'm <laughs> more worried about you, to be honest, if you try to harm him. <laughs> a girl holds out a hand for you to shake and says, I'll do my best. Thank you for watching out for my daughter. 
And then Trigus reaches way up <laughs> to shake his hand. Yeah. Can he, like, only grab onto, like, one or two fingers? One finger. <laughs> He's not that much taller. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And you shake hands. And Garol then looks at you, Kai, and says, I'm I'm sorry, I'm, I'm Garol. Okay. Hi. <laughs> nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too. Very strange circumstances. Uh-huh. I apologize. Yeah, sorry for not introducing you guys. Um, there was tears. It was we're good. Yeah, it would have been awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, I specifically turn and look at Kai and Trigus when I say that I'm sorry for not introducing them, and I didn't say anything to my dad. He... Um, he kind of nods and says, well, okay, just as long as you're at least aware that the Wolfric you're about to meet is not really much Wolfric. Uh, we also haven't really discussed the one question we're going to ask him. <laughs> we probably need to figure that out. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> what, he's going to get me for my squishy tentacles birthday? No, Trigus, we can ask him that after he's had the bonbon. Okay. Because I'm just curious about what Saints are be. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I was hoping that we could ask you, Dad. Dad. <laughs> for audio purposes. <laughs> I was hoping we could ask you, and I turn and look at... <laughs> Gurol. <laughs> My father. <laughs> but I get the feeling that you're not going to have that answer. I'll, I'll answer anything I can. Do you know anything about a tiefling named Sadie? No, unfortunately I have not heard that. Uh, tiefling cults, uh, obsessed with uh, awakening their Asmodian bloodline. Just let me know if we hit something that you know about. <laughs> Ring uh, any bells. Yeah. Well, his eyes do get kind of big. Like, that's a, that's a big ask. That's a big thing that you just said <laughs> about a cult. What was, what about their Asmodian bloodline? You deserve the whole story. I we should at least give you that. And I explain <laughs> <laughs> about how um we witnessed an exploding head and we got thrown into the world of the gnome resistance, uh had to infiltrate a cult, killed Sadie, went to asylum all to find Wolfric because Sadie was obsessed with him. Did I sum up our story? Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> Here, look at my napkin. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Showing the symbol would probably be a good idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I, was, I, uh, thought, I thought he meant the cape. <laughs> like, he's not going to know by the cape. Yeah. 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 <laughs> look at my napkin. <laughs> it's got soup all over it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I think I'm the one who has the the drawing. The I think so. Okay. We gave the napkin to Rom. I have oh, the actual okay. drawing. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you being the one to like show him and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, so I like get it out of my pocket, and I'm like, when 
we killed Sadie, the high priestess, this symbol showed up on her shoulder out of nowhere. We didn't see it before. Yeah, that happened right before she, like, her body, di- yeah, just disintegrated. Disappeared. Yeah, and a red ball of light flew out. Yeah. And peaced out. And then, yeah, and then our, <laughs> and then our, our clairvoyant friend said that. Mine was a little bit broken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, our clairvoyant friend said that she's not completely dead. <laughs> and we went and looked at her toilet paper supply to see what kind she used. That part's not really important, but. That we was did, my did favorite that. part. <laughs> Wow. Do, uh, do you recognize the symbol? I don't. I don't. I, Nobody does. It's. You sound like you've been on quite a harrowing journey. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> the only thing that sounded even remotely familiar to me was the bloodlines of the tea flames. But, but it's all backwards. I, before Wolfric was the way he is now, he had mentioned to me a couple of times working on some sort of project that would have allowed tieflings to escape their pact with Asmodeus if they desired. I know not all tieflings embrace that part of their heritage and some of them rebuke it quite strongly. And Wolfric felt that if they didn't want that to be part of their lives, they should be allowed to be free of it. And I don't know if anything ever came of that. I, Even when he was fully himself, Wolfric was a highly secretive person. I have lived with him for 20 years, and I don't know much about him that I haven't seen myself. His past is pretty yeah we heard heard a story about him what was it kidnapping tiefling children and experimenting on them but that makes more sense if he was trying to help them maybe i don't know i heard that story too he as far as i can tell was completely falsely accused he even for their good would never test such things on, well, children, first of all, let alone anyone unwilling. Oh, do you think, because they were saying that he killed the children, do you think maybe he figured out how to free the tiefling from their tieflingness and, like, turn them into humans or something? I don't know. That's just what came to my head. Or turn them into not evil tieflings. Not all tieflings are evil. I know, that's what I mean. Turn them back into normal tieflings. Well, even even still, they wouldn't be dead unless they were just rejected when they went back home. I don't know. Could be. So, with everything that we've been through, the only thing that sticks out to you is that Sadie's story was wrong. It was the, the story that she's telling the other tieflings that isn't true? As far as any connection with Wolfric, definitely not. Rachna looks exasperated. (laughs) Um, She takes a breath and she sighs and she kind of shakes her head and 
And when she looks back at Grohl, she says, What do you know? I know that... I know that Wolfric was accused of harming tiefling children. I believe falsely accused. I know that after that accusation, he was sentenced to fairy souls to the afterworld. For 20 years, he was stuck there, falsely accused, serving a punishment for something he didn't do. I know that he somehow escaped over a hundred years ago. And I know that he's been hiding ever since. Because he's terrified to go back. Is that also why he is losing his mind, I guess you could say? If I had to pick the most prominent reason, I would say probably. He is also getting up there in years. Which I'm sure doesn't help. What are you hiding from? I'm not hiding from anything. Wolfric is hiding from those who wish to take him back to that punishment. He has been hiding for most of his life to avoid going back. And it's simply my job to help him stay hidden and to protect him from those who would come and cause him harm. Do you know who specifically is looking for him? The only thing I know about the person looking for Wolfric is that his name is Baruso. From context clues, I would guess that he's maybe at a higher up at least, or if not in charge of overseeing the ferrying of souls. From what little Wolfric has told me, Baruso will stop at nothing to drag him back and force him to continue serving out a punishment that he doesn't deserve. Rockna pauses thoughtfully for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> just like I just did. <laughs> and says... What makes you so sure he doesn't deserve it? For that matter, who chose you? Why are you here? Garol kind of cocks his head at you. Those are two very different questions. To answer your first question, I believe that when you spend time with someone, no matter how close you get, no matter how secretive they are, no matter how much you share with each other, you are bound to get an idea of who they are as a person. Their, their core. And Wolfric is one of the most genuine, kind-hearted people I've ever, ever met in my entire life. I know this isn't solid evidence, and it doesn't... Maybe it sounds crazy, but... I don't think Wolfric would be able to make himself hurt someone even if he felt he had to. He doesn't, it's not a trait that he possesses an ounce of, and I don't believe he ever has. So you didn't know 
You didn't know before before you started guarding him? I didn't even know he was here. He was hidden. So, so why are you here? I'm here because 20 years ago, Wolfric's previous caretaker went to Asylum to get supplies to help stock up. And that was the day the war broke out. Did he die? He did. His, what was his name? His name was Noah. And as far as I can tell, as far as I've heard, he was a great caretaker to Wolfric. Everything was a little bit crazy, to say the least, uh, on that day. The Council of Elders, before hiding themselves away, needed to ensure that someone was still going to care for Wolfric and keep him hidden. And they chose me. And I did everything short of fleeing my home to get out of it. But why did they choose you? Of all the people who were living in the asylum. He's probably the tallest. (laughs) 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 The council trusted me. They knew they knew I was responsible. They knew I could keep a secret. And they made the decision that protecting Wolfric was more important than keeping our family together. So the people who are protecting Wolfric It's just the Council of Elders in Asylum? Yes. As as far as I know, they they find his protection very important. I... (laughs) I'm sorry. I... I'm failing to see the connection here. I can understand. I've met the Elders, at least the ones that are there now. I can understand that they Wolfric is important to them. How is this connected? What does what does he have to do with Asylum or or whatever this is? As far as I can tell, the council's desire to protect Wolfric comes from a few different places. The first one being The whole purpose of asylum is to be a refuge for people who maybe are misunderstood or treated badly outside of asylum. And someone someone being wrongfully punished in the most severe way for something he didn't do a classic example of exactly the kind of people that Asylum wishes to protect. The other reason is that Wolfric is was absolutely brilliant. He 
he understood magic in a way that I've never seen before. He was able to create entirely new things. I mean, the bonbon of clarity, for example, nothing like that exists anywhere else in the world. Nobody else knows how to use magic in that way. Over the years that he's been hiding here, he's been able to gift Osylum with so many useful items and trinkets and even cures for some diseases that they wouldn't have had access to otherwise. And so I understand their reasons for wanting to protect him. Also, Sadie said that she was family with Wolfric. Like, she said that they were very close. And that he betrayed her. So, maybe she just bought into the lie? I don't know. But she didn't look to be very old. Wolfric hasn't left this tree for over a hundred years. Yeah. I mean, we did hear that Sadie's not like, all the way dead, so that could have something to do with it. She probably used oil of old lady. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like oil of what old lady? What now? <laughs> oil of old lady. Uh... <laughs> Can we meet him? Absolutely. Yeah, whenever, whenever you'd like. We're... He's just through here. We could meet him and then just ask him pretend questions just to get to know the guy and then save the donut of clarity for later when we have a better feel of what we're going to ask. I mean, yeah. yeah. We can... I, I do think we should go meet him for ourselves. 